It is the With Lime podcast here for a new week and a week where the restrictions are now being eased all around the world. And I figured what better time than to bring in our uh, American correspondent in Ben Tompkins. Ben, live from Aspen. How are you? Holy gee, it's a hat trick. Love to use a crack analogy here from the States. I'm back on. Thanks for having me again. It's yeah. It's all sort of happening over there more maybe than in, in Australia. So I really thought we had to get you back because, um, you know, from this distance, it's hard to sort of report on what's happening in the US. I've got, I've got, I've got to get the local take. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm probably experiencing what a lot of Australians are experiencing. It's still a beautiful country to look at. I'm driving out of Aspen at the moment. All the yep. colour is popping and it, that's a real feeling. I'm not in a huge city. I'm, I'm very lucky to be in this, this part of America. Um, it's highly sought after by yep. by uh, all the uh, highest earners in the country. So it's stunning here. Um, well, I was thinking about it last night. If, and what are we looking at? 90,000 deaths? It's it's going to still be something climbing. that will be talked mm-hmm. And still climbing. So you put that into states, what's that? Nearly 1,800 deaths for every state in America, if you you even it out it's it's it's, yeah. it's when you're just looking out, out of your car you know it, it's hard to comprehend just how tragic you know this 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 historic event is and obviously some states are still seeing a rise in the amount of cases per day and the amount of deaths per day others are coming down like some of the like the epicenter in new york and, and new jersey but they were so high to begin with, it's not like that they've dropped off dramatically either. What's your take on the fact that now um, a lot of states are opening up and what is this going to mean? Um, I know last week I talked about the new normal on, on the podcast in regards to Australia, but what's the new normal going to mean in America? I think there's a huge difference here in that there's the, if there was a high jump to jump over to, to go back mm. into lockdown... You, I think Australia would be a lot, the level would be a lot lower. You'd probably go back into it if you saw a rise. Where we've had such a tragic event anyway, it's going to be so hard to make people to go back, make the whole country uniformly go back into a lockdown. I just can't see that happening with the level of tragedy we've, we've already and the deaths we've already experienced. So I think America's just going to be a, a much more, it'll be leaning towards just staying open and getting back to freedom, you know. Um, does it help that yeah, it's we, heading into the summer months? Do you think that being open now for this period and then if you did have to have another lockdown in your winter, that, you know, at least you've been open for a while? Is that maybe some of the mindset? There's a few different competing um, agencies there. So we've got the election at that time as well. So mm. I think the last thing Trump's going to want to do is to be um, even even talking at all about locking down, he's going to want to be looking like the hero and keeping everything open and, and seeing the economy yeah. come back yeah. know, or delaying the election. So that's one element. I do think that the summer and the warmer weather is um, is going to work in our favour. And I know, sadly for Australia, that you know it's cooling down there, so that might be a better litmus test. It will, I think. Uh, for whether that has any effect to sit and watch your numbers. But a, a good... Something that, you know, makes me feel more at ease is just seeing that Australia hasn't crept up there dramatically again. And um, now that you're opening, 
in a big way. I saw a story about Pittsburgh Mall just on fire the other day, literally mm. with people spending mm. and, and shopping again. So we'll see what happens there. Um, here I think right, two weeks. I think you need to wait two weeks to really see oh, the numbers. And, that, and probably right, Friday was probably day one. And now we're going to have to wait till a Friday after this one to actually know was that a good decision or not. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. Um, here, the big challenge is, I think for me, I've just been looking at the numbers for weeks and you kind of get get bored of looking at the numbers over and over again. And they are all over the place. There's a lot of big states that have lots of varying results at the moment. So it's it becomes kind of, there isn't really a, a strong through line and uniformity across the country, which, mm. you know, um, leads a lot of people just to switch off, I think. And what about personally? Um, obviously, you work at Aspen Art Gallery. You can find that aspenartgallery.com. Um, are you guys reopening? I know you were talking about last time um, you were on the show going into a new um, gallery. How is all that going? About two weeks of painting, Paulie. <laughs> <laughs> Big rollers, and it looks amazing. It looks like a museum. Uh, we're hung about five different artists today and about 50 pieces. So probably three, three or four more days of that. We want to do a soft opening over this Memorial weekend, uh, yep. which is a big deal over here, yep. and then get a, some flooring and some other things done uh, through the mid of June and, and, and things, you know. But I'm noticing on the streets, it's just unpredictable. Like Tuesday, Wednesday last week, there were people everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday, there was, it was just dead. Everyone was inside. So you, you really got to just be ready to take a day at a time and, and, and not assume anything from the past. Yeah. And what about some of those states? I know you talked about Louisiana, and I did want to go into some detail, obviously, with um, a lot of black Americans dying or African Americans dying at a higher rate than other um, type of Americans, Latinos, Asian Americans, white Americans. It's certainly the death rate, the contagion rate is a lot higher according to the stats and studies that have been done so far. What are you sort of taking on some of those states? I mean, Colorado seems to be doing relatively okay, but some of those other states where um, the death rate and the and the contagion rate's much higher. Um, the Afro, African-American community, um, the minorities, you know, it just exemplifies the vulnerabilities that were already there, I think, is all we're talking yeah. about. Um, in Louisiana, particularly, in the, in the um, hospital system is not as strong as some of the other states. So I think that's all we're talking about, is it just exacerbates the issues that were already present, um, you know, as far as um, people being incarcerated and not having as much income along those lines, and they're going to they're suffer more as well maybe not, not as attentive to, to looking out for themselves. And um, what were you seeing any, I'm not sure whether it's purely genetic. Were you seeing anything along those lines? No, I don't think so. I think it could uh, be related to, to the environmental. I mean, here's a study by the APM Research Lab. The latest available COVID-19 mortality rate for black Americans is 2.2 times higher than the rate for Latinos. 2.3 times higher than the rate for Asians and 2.6 times higher than the rate for whites. Um, I guess the concern is, is that with 100,000 Americans, for each 100,000 Americans of their respective group, 42.8 blacks have died 
along with about 18.4 Asians, 19.1 Latinos and 16.6 Whites. So the percentages are quite disproportionate. And um, I guess, you know, the concern is is that um, it, the, the rate that it's occurring and the fact that, with, like you say, these other issues within you know, the United States of America and the reopening, would we see it that way? You mentioned something that we talked about um, on the last podcast. Well, I asked you the question. You sort of said, well, question without notice. And that was regards to the election going ahead. And now you've actually suggested that if it goes ahead. Now, Jared Kushner, of course, Donald Trump's son-in-law, heavily involved with things in the White House, did say... Um, I think last week, and I don't want to misquote him, but he did say at this stage it's probably going ahead, which I think caught a few people off guard because I don't know if anyone had really thought it, there was any chance of it not going ahead. So probably going ahead is less chance than definitely going ahead. Um, is there any worry over there that maybe in November there won't be an election? See, the big difference you've got to realise between Australia and the USA is we have to vote. You know, we, we get a fine if mm, we don't vote. Mm, in so Australia. That, that really changes everything. And there is, there, there's a much larger degree of, you know, who gives a bar over here. Um, and even, you know, secretly as well, there's this, you know, over the last 20 years, this attention to politics is not the same as it used to be. And so there's those two factors yeah. over here just drive people to not stand around talking about it, to be honest. Um and because there's such a polarisation at the moment as well. So it's, it's just not something that people tend to, to want to bring up because you find yourself on one team or the other usually. Yeah, uh, yeah. The interesting thing that's happening here, most people probably seeing, because I know Australia uh, pays a lot of attention to the big stories over here. There's this, this now rhetoric between Trump and Obama that's been going on the last couple of days. Um, but, but I think people have just accepted that Trump Trump had, makes things happen that you would never expect. You expect the unexpected. So mm. that has been ingrained into into the psyche here in the last few years. Well, let me let me read out some data for you and for our listeners. Um, in 2016, Hillary Clinton had 88 percent of the black vote which is the same as John Kerry won in 2004. Barack Obama had much higher, hit 95% and then 93%. But even looking at those lower numbers, 88%, that's a very, very high number. And if we're talking about not only the deaths in the black communities, but just the fear of going out and voting in person. And we know Donald Trump, even though um, he has admitted that he votes by mail, he's also very anti voting by mail. So the, just the fear factor for a population that largely votes Democrat to stay indoors and to not go out and vote, because you were saying that, you know, you don't have to vote in the US, it's not compulsory. Just this fear, could that swing some states be enough votes, I guess I'm asking or, or wondering, um, to go from Democrat to Republican? Well... The, the ease of vote, that the accessibility of being able to vote has always swayed in the Republicans' favour. So to have this situation, I don't know, that's what I was going to say. I don't, I don't know what's worse, whether the election goes ahead at this time, just for the sake of having fair and uh, a, a fair read of the country, let alone yep. suggesting I go for one or the other. But um, 
or having it delayed might might be better in a way because at least in another couple of months we people are going to be able to get out there and um, and more people are going to vote. Um, it's kind of a catch twenty two, is what I'm seeing. We live in crazy times. I'd love to delve into this data a bit deeper, maybe on a future episode. Um, it's something that intrigues me in regards to looking at reasons why certain populations around the world are reopening others are looking at maybe holding off a bit longer what that means Mm -hmm. you know in australia we know that scott morrison's approval rating is very high at the moment compared to where it has been during his tenure as prime minister and you know part of part of that is his reaction in locking down in closing the borders and other things um so maybe he's more tentative to sort of rock the boat too much whereas maybe Donald Trump is looking for a bit of a, a stimulus in getting the country reopening like you were talking about and getting you know a, a bit of popularity around there with a very important vote coming up we assume in November but whether that happens or not that might be dependent on how that works for him and his advisors suggesting now's a good time to have the election and maybe later's a good time we know in Australia the um leading party at the time, the Prime Minister of the time, can choose when to have the election. It's it's different to America where it has to be on a set date. So you would think the accessibility and availability to move the date around to, to suit um, po- polling, you know, popularity, could be something they'd be interested in doing because it is already done in this country and many others. Yeah, right. Um, the other big factor here as well that's coming to mind is, because um, it's been in the news today, is I don't know what's out in the media at the moment in Australia, but the vaccine. So This is a whole um, other episode, isn't it, talking about vaccines yeah. and et cetera. Yeah. But, but as far as the election goes, um, I would recom- recommend that it will still go ahead in November yeah. and... What, at, at, at this stage, it would be unprecedented for it to, to not happen. Uh, it would be when it has always happened. Yeah. So, well, you, I'd, like talk, talk, I'd like to talk. I'd like to talk about the presidency of yep. the last hundred, you know, two hundred years out of rhythm because it's mm. been happening like that way That's for so right. long. I would love to talk about um, those issues with the uh, vaccine and what's happening, um, but Ben, we're pretty much out of time. Where can people find you if they're interested in, in purchasing some art for their for their house or or business now that someone maybe someone out there's listening and his business is reopening, where can they find you? Holy, has it been two hours already, my God. Uh, Aspenartgallery.com. <laughs> we have a majestic website with you know three three pages for each artist full full collection in depth and just a, a little look at each artist there and lots of blogs and you can you can sign up on a newsletter and uh, I'm sure lots of Aussies will, will do well in the future and get a chance to come out and see in Aspen and see them in Aspen very soon. Thank you very much, Ben, as always. And, of course, I'm your host, Paulie G. You can find me on Twitter, at Listen to Paulie G, and also on Facebook, Paulie G Sports. Give it a like if you haven't already, P-A-U-L-I-E-G Sports. And that's where you'll find not only this podcast but some music clips that uh, we've been working on, Ben and I's old band, Generation Jack, and um, maybe even a cricket video or two popping up there and with NRL coming back, some in a real fantasy chat as well. So make sure you follow me there and give me a like. 
um, at Paulie G Sports on Facebook. And we will talk to you again next time on With Lime uh, later this week. Bye for now. Thanks, Paulie. Thank you.